0: One to Thickcast. Um, we're on YouTube this time as well. Um, YouTube is completely unedited because I, I'm not clever enough to edit that. No idea. Um, but I'm joined today with the lovely Romana. Hello. <laughs> so, Romana, do you just want to like introduce yourself, tell everyone who you are, what you're about?
1: Um, so Romana Scottson, full time paramedic, part time accidental bodybuilder. Um, tripped and fell into it about three and a half years ago, and uh, yeah, kind of got the bug ever since really
0: yeah so <laughs> do you want to tell everyone kind of like your achievements because i think that was a little bit modest is fair.
1: <laughs> so i yeah i did my first show september 2018 fast forward to september 2020 the lockdown year and uh tripped fell and landed myself a pro card ifbb pro card um and uh yeah did my pro debut Poland September 21 and another another pro show in where was it Budapest in uh, in October so yeah that's kind of yeah
0: and now you're going so that was in figure wasn't it yes and figure. now
1: so I started working with Tom Hames um evolution training back in October and um to be honest it was kind of in my head to go into physique anyway and then without me even suggesting it he was like how do you feel <laughs> about moving up into physique and i was like well actually i <laughs> come to mention it <laughs> considering that i know little to wear high heels i'm there <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah i spend the majority of my time wearing either trainers or still toe cap boots so uh
0: it is like and i find as a posing coach as well like a massive thing when you're like okay girls, now you heels. need to wear these heels and they're not even like a little bit high they're like fucking ridiculous yes
1: yeah my uh my <laughs> i loved my sparkling slip-on platform heels to look at
0: oh they're beautiful
1: <laughs> beautiful to <look> at. <laughs> trying to walk in them on my pro debut i was like i know i've practiced this i've practiced this a lot around the floor of but unit seven when-
0: the nerves hit you as well and you're like shaking and you're like wobbling around
1: I don't know I don't really get nervous going on stage but it was just I think the thing that got me was one of the other women slipped uh yeah, yeah. a few a few ahead of me She, she I think she stacked it I didn't see but everyone was like backstage like oh my god be careful it's really slippery out there and then I was just like kind of that made me tense up yeah. So do you know what it is as well?
0: And I nearly slipped on, I think it was like my second show. So with PCA, I did it with, and it was the girls that were on before us that were like figure, and they do the routine, don't they? Mm. And they're all like rolling around on the floor looking brilliant.
1: Spreading the their Covered in
0: glaze. Yeah. <laughs> Which sometimes, and I've been to shows where they literally use olive oil. On yeah. Then they didn't wipe the floor. So we went on and as I hit my back shot and you kind of like pull your heels together yeah, switch your Twist. On, yeah. as I did that, my heel just went. From under me, and I was like,
1: Oh, Christ, <laughs> yeah, not fun. Not yeah, fun. I luckily, right. I didn't slip.
0: This is great for any first time is listening. Yeah, like, yeah, no, it's fine. Don't, don't be, be nervous. There's nothing
1: to be nervous <laughs> about. You will not fall over. You're gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it just fine.
0: Makes it more fun, doesn't it? Exactly, exactly. It's like such a risky sport. Yeah. <laughs> you exactly. might stack it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, what I caught you, you into bodybuilding to start with.
1: So um, I'd just, i moved down from London um, and started working in Bournemouth in East Dorset. And it's actually, I'd just been through a breakup. So could no longer train at the gym I was training at. Mm. So I joined another gym called South Coast Powerhouse in Bournemouth, big shout out. And um, this this little Canadian comes like bounding over to me my first session there. She's like, oh my God, oh my God, do you compete? I was like, what? No, CrossFit, <laughs> you mean CrossFit? Yes, I can in CrossFit. No, 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 bodybuilding, what? No, don't be so silly. She's like, oh, you should, you should, you'd be amazing. Nah, no, 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 too many sequences for me. Give me a barbell, some burpees, toast a bar and some kipping pull-ups and I'm there. Um, yeah, so I was training there for a little while and I managed to sever a nerve in my finger, destoning stoning an avocado, quite possibly the most middle-class thing I've ever done. <laughs> but
0: you didn't like yourself doing crossfit
1: no and that's why i don't do crossfit no, no i didn't like <laughs> myself doing CrossFit. this was this was a cooking accident cooking steak um with avocado and yeah literally did that and went right through the webbing of my finger mm. um which wasn't too bad um but it resulted in i had to have surgery not that that worked it's still numb um but because of that i had must have been about eight weeks off work yeah, um, And you run out of money quite quickly hmm. when uh, when you don't have to go to work um, and you get bored quite quickly. So yeah. I went up to said Canadian pocket rocket, Brittany, um, and was like, let's do this. So that was, we started prep the 27th of July, uh, 2018. No, June, sorry, 2018. And I stepped on stage 12 weeks later on um, my first PCA show uh toned figure um I did brick it to be fair I remember being sat in the taxi like what am I doing <laughs> I've, I've got a bikini off eBay and I didn't understand the different categories the different types no. of bikini so I showed Brittany the bikini she was like that's the wrong type of bikini it wasn't crisscross it was just tied at the back oh
0: love so I went, yeah, I went bikini yeah
1: I went on stage having tied the crisscross <laughs> I was I was tied into my <laughs> bikini I couldn't get out of it Um, I went on stage like that for my first show and I just absolutely loved it. I didn't realise I had to do a routine until the night before. Amazing. So so my routine was literally me stood in the middle of the stage (laughs) doing my quarter turns. I think I went through it about two or three times (laughs) and then walked off stage. Um, Completely, just utterly out of my depth, but just absolutely fell in love with it. Um, And yeah, that was... I was going to do a show another show six months six weeks from there um but prep went a little bit wibble and I ended up filling my filling my diesel van up with petrol that's Um, always
0: helpful yeah and Brittany
1: was like perhaps we should come off prep now (laughs) so yeah I was coached by Brittany for about 18 months um and absolutely absolutely loved being on stage and that's that's how I got into it so yeah
0: you started to figure and you just did PCA then?
1: No, so I did, the first show was PCA London, mm-hmm. and then I did PCA Exeter, um, and Body Power. So I came... That was all
0: your first, yeah?
1: That was, yeah, the first six months I did oh, three yeah. shows. Um, PCA Exeter, I accidentally entered, I was we were aiming for athletic figure, and I accidentally entered trained figure. Um, and... <laughs> When you enter the higher category, you can't come back down, but you can be moved up a height to a category. Oh, really?
0: I'm yeah. That. Yeah.
1: So, I wasn't able to f- slot back into athletic figure yeah. before I knew it. I was on stage in in train in trained figure, and I just I didn't have the muscle mass for it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I was lean enough, but just not the muscle mass. So, two weeks later, stepped on stage in the right category. uh body power yeah uh, came third out of the lineup of seven that was an international show as well so that's yeah. quite cool um, what year was that that was 2019 so oh, i
0: would have seen you on stage
1: quite possibly especially pca exeter there were lots of
0: i was on stage
1: yeah so was carly yeah. So like, <laughs> uh, fast forward in to what we two, all know each other yeah two years <laughs> moving to exeter and carly was like why are you here <laughs> <laughs> not quite like that but it was uh, quite funny um so yeah, I got an invite to British Finals 2019. So I did that show, uh, didn't place for that one. And then my first two bro show was Amateur Olympia two weeks after that in 2019. So came off stage from that, um, had the very hard conversation with Brittany. Um, I was dreading it, I was so nervous because I was like, I think I think I need to. Find another coach, um, and I think Brittany would be more than happy with me saying like it had got to the point where perhaps my muscle mass was beyond what she had experienced with yeah. coach the coaching, and um, generally her girls are her clients that are more bikini bikini yeah. wellness. So I made the decision to swap to um, Rob from Team LRF. Yeah, um, spent eighteen months with him. Um, And the first check-in, he was like, you know, what's what's your goal? What's your goal in the sport? And I was like, you know, pipe dream would be a pro card. I'm pretty sure I'm nowhere near that yet. And he was like, no, actually, you're closer than you think. Let's go for it. So started working together, moved to Exeter, lockdown happened. Uh, I was really lucky that my job meant I had access to a gym when I was at work. So on the days I was working. I didn't
0: know that. Yeah,
1: the days I was working, I produced a work g- at work gym. At the time I was trying to get onto the hazardous area response team, which is a specialist area within the ambulance service that mm. deals with hazardous areas. Um, chemical incidents, radioactive incidents, fires, heights, wow. water, terrorism, that sort of stuff. Um, so I was training to trying to get the training course to do that, COVID pushed the training courses back. Um, so yeah, I was really lucky. I had a gym, had rudimentary, really rudimentary, but I could do my cardio. It had a leg extension, a hand curl, pull down, shoulder press.
0: And you know, at that time it was, anything was better than nothing.
1: Exactly. I still had to do the resistance band workouts in the garden on my days off. I couldn't use it on my days off, but yeah, it was, it was a godsend. So I was really lucky. Um, so we carried on with prep with that in mind mm-hmm. and then yeah stepped on stage September 2020 um for the British finals with two bros
0: and... did
1: not have to do regional that year did you no because they weren't any... you just <laughs> before it? there was literally there was the women's finals then the men's finals that was yeah. that was it for two bros shows I think they had a few regional qualifiers I think early on they might
0: have
1: done I can't remember whether they actually managed to get any regionals out but I think they had some regionals or maybe not because we then managed to look at I I lose track. 2020 was just a Ridiculous. write-off, wasn't it? Yeah. But a write-off in which I won my profile. So it's quite a good year for you. Yeah. yeah literally way. <laughs> yeah, literally just did not expect that at all. So yeah, it was And it am I right up. in
0: thinking that when you did that British finals, you did
1: physique as well? Yes, I did. So two weeks before the show, Rob was like, How do you feel about uh doing uh, doing physique also? So I, go on then. Might as well. <laughs> yeah, so I, um, I won my height class in physique, um but one of the other women won the pro, well, yeah. I'd already won my figure pro card. So. Oh, had you? Yeah, yeah. so the figure w- oh, figure was windy. before physique. Yeah. So I was literally, I ran backstage with my pro card. I was like, oh my God, pro card and sword in hand. And Rob's like, you need to get back on stage. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Was ah. there a minute in your
0: head that you thought, maybe I won't go back and do this class?
1: Um. No, mainly because there was – I don't really understand it 100%, but I know you have to have a certain amount of entries to be able to award a pro card in that category. So if I pulled out, it might have dropped the numbers off that whoever won might not have been able to be given a pro card purely because there weren't enough competitors. So I'd heard people chitter-shuttering about that. So there was never any – question of I didn't want to pull out and take that opportunity away from somebody else yeah no. Um, so yeah that was uh it was it was cool I um managed to knock up a really rudimentary routine in like two weeks and try and learn some physique posing in two weeks um which uh, Donna Murphy was wicked and literally yeah. I sent her my routine the night before woke up to a load of screenshots of her going do this do that do whatever so that was that was pretty cool to have her input At such a late notice so that really helped but yeah I really enjoyed the routine to an extent the lack of preparation was what probably stopped a little
0: bit stressful yeah yeah
1: yeah, but I I enjoyed the posing and the lack of high heels and that sort of thing yeah so yeah
0: so did you well we've kind of discussed this so you always started with figure you never because a lot of girls I know start with bikini then go up to athletic bikini
1: so because of my CrossFit background I had shoulders
0: you I, I had shoulders <laughs> I
1: had back my my it, it, it's a crossfit thing you've got shoulders back quads but glutes and hammies why why do you need glutes and hammies when you could just like make your quads do all the work yeah, so yes. uh it was there was never any kind of let's put you in for bikini because
0: it was never the
1: no. right shape no no my body shape just I was too broad too yeah too broad um so yeah it was always bigger yeah
0: that's cool did did you like if you could go back now would you have done bikini do you think that would be a class you'd like to just
1: probably no I know it's
0: quite sassy
1: I'm not sassy my hips hips do not sass (laughs) um yeah no I don't think I think it's just a real key to work out what your body type is yeah and to instead of trying to make your body type fit a criteria yeah embrace what your body type naturally goes yeah, massively. and I think that's kind of what maybe Tom saw from my yeah my stage photos from my pro debut um looking at the other girls on stage I mean they all had much bigger hams um, much bigger legs than I did um, but they weren't like my glutes were striated yeah whereas a lot of the the girls that placed really high in the pro shows their glutes are really big yeah their legs their legs are like chiseled yeah but their glutes don't seem to have the striations I don't know yeah that's just my sort of comparison from looking at it and um, so I think with physique there's obviously that ability to I come in really hard with condition really yeah, striated you do, yeah. so I think it's more kind of going towards that predisposition with the move up to physique yeah although the size might not be that the condition i know i can get
0: yeah and that's cool going and there. it is it is like what your body fits like people have said to me like oh would you ever go up to figure would you ever go up to wellness and i'm like no no because like for me to go up there it was to be honest it'd be a lot of drugs <laughs> <laughs> It would. like i'm not naturally like stacked i'm no. just not um like yes i do hold a decent amount of muscle for bikini yeah. But I'm not. You've got that I'm softer not, look. Yeah,
1: as well.
0: I've got a, I have got a softer look. Um, yeah. and for bikini, it's great. But for figure or for wellness, like realist... and like my quads are quite big, but my glutes aren't. Like I have to really work on my glutes.
1: Yeah.
0: I would have to. Yeah, I'd have to take a lot of drugs, and I don't really. You do a lot of eating. Yeah, I've eaten, I don't know. I think you're struggling now. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I need to eat a meal, but it's going to take me an hour. Last so night. we we'll was just get this on now. 100
1: grams of jasmine rice, 100 grams of chicken, 60 grams of avocado, and 10 mil of olive oil. <laughs> and it took me like, yeah, 50 minutes to eat it. I was at work, so I was multitasking at the same time, but it's still... Yeah. <laughs> I mean it
0: took me about an hour to make a bagel earlier because I couldn't like you might Yeah, but...
1: that's that's a different struggle. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I
0: just don't think it, the kind of the, the risk that it would be there when I already fit nicely into bikini. Yeah. And I love bikini, I love the posing in that for it. Whereas figure I don't think I'd enjoy the posing as so much. Like I've played around with it because I like to play around with things. Yeah. But I just don't think it would be right for me.
1: It's like, for me, physique is is where I want to go to.
0: Yeah.
1: Women's bodybuilding, I'm I'm I probably don't look it, and lots of people say I don't look it on my um, Instagram. But I'm only five foot four. Yeah. So for me to put on the muscle mass for women's bodybuilding, I'd have to be as wide as I am tall. Yeah. And that's just not. And again, it would probably involve a lot of drugs that I'm just yeah. not willing to. No. Push towards. And I think
0: like if people want to take it that's cool like that yeah. is your decision yeah I think as long as you're making an informed decision so what decision. you're taking and a safe decision and you're looking at making it the safest way possible then go for it but I think and I mean you've probably heard the horror stories as well that people are just like I'm just gonna jump on like a shit ton of annavark for 20 weeks and you're like is that a good oh, idea
1: hmm. I Maybe mean not. <laughs> yeah I think there's a lot of I mean I'm a healthcare professional and I was still had a large amount of naivety to what will happen to my body mm-hmm. during prep. And this, this last prep I've done, I mean, we started prepping in February, March time with the idea of doing a pro debut in July, but unfortunately my little, my little fur baby decided to put a scupper on that and got poorly. So the money I'd saved, I had to pay for vet bills. So we ended up pushing my pro debut yeah. back to September. So there was a period of maintenance in that, but, Ultimately, I was dieting from February all the way through to the end of October. You were
0: going a long time.
1: Yeah.
0: I think I know I was on prep when you started, wasn't I? Because I remember for a while we were prepping together. Yeah.
1: And then there was, yeah, the period of maintenance. But then my body weight still, I think I might have put on a couple of kilograms. Yeah. But I was still in around the mid 60s, which is a relatively lean weight for me. Yeah, My stage weight this year was just over 60 kilograms, 60 point something. So for me to be 65, I'm still... You're not far off. No, I'm still relatively lean. You were
0: lean.
1: And I got my blood work done about three weeks or a month post-show, and I was flat. No hormones whatsoever. Yeah. Like, no testosterone. The highest was my estrogen. No progesterone, no testosterone, no prolactin. Nothing, um, which was I'm still suffering the effects of that, which yeah. is um, mainly I'm quite an emotional person, um, emotionally reactive. No, yeah. I went to a funeral meant to be sad, yeah. um, with my mum, and when my mum cries, that's always a trigger and it always upsets yeah, me, yeah, of
0: course, yeah,
1: nothing, absolutely nothing. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's sad.
0: I, and I remember like we we spoke about it, um, um and I know you really, really struggled with that, didn't you? Yeah. Like that whole, you know you're meant to feel a certain way, but you're not feeling a certain way. Yeah. And why aren't you feeling that way? And it's a massive head fuck.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm still not as emotional as I was before. Yeah. Um, what we now coming up to February. Yeah. Um, so I know it takes a long time for your body to recover, and the food does help, but it's just fine.
0: Yeah, it is, yeah.
1: And um, I think, like I say, I'm a healthcare professional and I was still naive to it. So I don't think a a sort of normal, non-healthcare professional should feel bad if they do find themselves in a sticky situation post-prep. No,
0: no, absolutely not. And it is, and I always say this, prep's all right. Like, yeah, there are days where it's fucking hard and you're grinding and you're tired and you've just got no kind of mental capacity. And um, people say something funny, and you kind of just go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, whereas normally you'd be like, pissing with yourself, and you're like, mm, that's funny.
1: It's, you're just trying to conserve <laughs> that energy from laughing into like breathing. I know, we <laughs> and went to the one day, and
0: yeah. you were like, I was like chatting to you, and you're like, well I'm really sorry, but I can't talk to you in the shop so I'll just meet
1: you on the other side. <laughs> and <I> was, like, <laughs> like, that's cool. <laughs> it was like, literally, I, I could barely think. To breathe in and out let alone <laughs> concentrate like brains just like god knows how i actually managed to function at work
0: but yeah so that that is like the hard days of prep
1: yeah
0: but coming out the other side post-show is is really really difficult mentally because yeah. your hormones like are fucked. like yeah. regardless of what you're taking anyway your hormones
1: are fucked. The, the thing it's just occurred to me though. I've had post-show blues before. Yeah. That kind of like, especially after my pro card win when I was just like, oh hmm. but I didn't have it this time. No pro card. Sure. No, because I, I just didn't have any emotions. <laughs> no emotions? <laughs> no, not at all.
0: That might be good because I struggled. I really struggled. Yeah. And when I spoke to my coach about it, he said, You've gone from a massive high. Like I went into yeah. last year thinking, first call call-ups would be really nice.
1: Yeah.
0: And my coach right from the beginning was like, I think we can do better. And I was like, this place is insane
1: like yeah that's, <laughs> like, that's what i was like when rob said that well, I, I didn't focus. <laughs> <laughs> like, Are
0: you um, okay?
1: <laughs> just lip service isn't it you're just telling me what i want to hear yeah
0: and i did i did very well i got a lot of opportunities come out of it and i was like on this high of like oh my god like my life has just changed um to then just some just some shit in my personal life and it just hit me so much harder yeah. like that come down was so much more and i was like what the fuck and it, it was horrible yeah um
1: even with this lack of emotion i'm still kind of i'm quite happy with it yeah and it will it will come back i'm not trying to stress over it because that just can make everything worse
0: yeah but exactly. i suppose
1: what i'm trying to say from it is there are lots of different side effects from the sport yeah and just kind of trying to like be aware of them. Yeah,
0: be aware and do your own research. Like
1: yeah.
0: you can be with a coach and they're like, you should do this, that, never. Like, and it's cool, like trust your coach and, and listen to what they're saying, but also do your own research. Yeah. And no, I think, and, and I've always been like this and I've read up like my coach, he tells me why we're doing everything. Cause mm. I'm like, yeah, but why? Yeah, but why are we doing this? And he's like, because, da, 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 da. I'm like, okay, it's yeah, fine. But if you're with a coach and regardless, you know, like whatever it's to do with, if they're, they're saying like, I want you to do this, ask them why. Mm. And if they just go, oh, because you look better on stage. Like to me, that's not a reason. That's not yeah. a, a reason of why you're doing something. Like I want my coach to be able to say to me, okay, we're doing this because that's going to make your body do this, which is going to do this. And then that's going to make you look better on stage. Do you know? Not just like, because it works. Like, yeah. That's not a reason. Like I want a scientific fact up explanation for everything you're telling me to do.
1: I'm, I, I'm so robotic. I'm like, right, yeah, on it, do it. But that yeah. mean that's not to say that anything that happened in my last prep led to, there's no one specific thing yeah. that I can say led to my hormones dropping out other than just the pure duration. Yeah. And I think I've never dieted for that long, so I'd never know that that's the effect it would have on me. Yeah. So it, it, there is a lot of trial and error because everybody response differently
0: exactly yeah and it's it's finding what works for you and things yeah I think I'm such a wide person it's not it's not I don't trust my coach because I I trust them completely it's more for me that I want to learn why we're doing everything and it's like a curiosity like why we're doing that and it's to me for when I coach my girls
1: yeah
0: I will know more to coach them you know because then i can be like yeah, this is why we're doing this and if they're like okay that's cool like, I don't really understand why and it, I know exactly why we're doing it you yeah. know. um but with whatever it is yeah
1: um I'm just I've got so much else going on I'm like right yep yeah, do it on to the next thing yeah <laughs> yeah
0: but then that's not your profession either is it no. your profession is no. you work in the ambulance service so yeah. It's kind of different whereas I always knew that this well I worked as a PT before I stepped yeah. on stage. So it was always that this is part of my profession. And if I can learn more to make me a better PT or now coach, then fantastic. Yeah. You know? Um, so what did it feel like that moment you did get your pro card? Because we had emotion then, didn't we?
1: We did, we did have <laughs> emotion. I think um the smile on my face kind of says it all. I'm yeah. I'm not. And naturally I've I've got a resting bitch face. Hands up, resting bitch but face. Yeah. So the fact that I've got that big a smile, and it was just so unexpected that I just I just remember being stood there and being like,
0: blah, blah, blah.
1: and there's a video. And um literally they call my name and I'm like, oh
0: <laughs> that's my name. I was
1: like, <laughs> oh that's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not everyone. Yeah. yeah, and I just I'm It sounds so sort of conflicted, but I don't actually like the limelight being on me. Yeah. Despite being on stage. So actually winning and then the limelight being on me, I was like, oh. And I just remember Ian was like, say something. I can't remember what I said. (laughs) I absolutely can't remember what I said. Um, And then it was a case of literally, yeah, rush off stage, dump the sword, dump the pro card, get back on stage. For,
0: for
1: physique yeah um so
0: yeah it was it was yeah it's mad isn't it and it's just like movie. this weird whirlwind
1: yeah yeah I'm thinking back to it now the mo- the thing I remember most vividly is walking back to my car afterwards and it was gone midnight I'm bright orange I'm now wearing like jogging bottoms and a hoodie carrying a sword in Watford I'm like <laughs> If I get pulled by the police right now, how am I gonna explain this? <laughs> it's not a real sword officer. Yeah, I don't
0: because they're like I mean they're not sharp, but they're like big. They're, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like mine's at my dad's. I mean, <laughs> I've left mine at my dad's now. It's like it's just gonna look lovely next to your fireplace. And he was like, Well, I don't know about this being in the house. I'm like, why? And he's like, Well, I reckon if you swung that at someone, like, you could probably do a lot of damage. I'm like, or maybe don't swing it at people. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah I think
1: mine mine just gets occasionally swung around by various people that visit yeah like there was uh, a lovely Matt Larvin
0: yeah decided
1: to uh, wield it one night <laughs> and asked him to come and let the dog out so yeah,
0: yeah. That's, that's
1: about as much exciting I think we did get.
0: some uh, photos at Jimmy yeah. Trainer at Unit yeah. 7 and there's you, me, and Carly. And we've all got swords and I genuinely really think uh, that Dave that's the manager there was more excited than us because he's like Can- can I hold this sword?
1: Like, oh, yeah. yeah How to work out someone's a secret history buff. <laughs> Where he's like, oh, yeah, so this is a Roman something or other. Is that
0: what you said to yeah. you? No, yeah. yeah, that was, Carly. was
1: Carly's. Carly's because it's like a shorter sword. Yeah. It was something I remember him talking to her about. Oh, yeah, this is a Roman something or other. Wow. Um, right, babe. Sword. <laughs> yeah, it's weird what you find out about people sometimes.
0: So what's made you, uh, like, what's led you to the decision now to take off your heels and step up to women's physique? I know we've kind of briefly touched on it, but let's go into a bit more detail. So
1: I remember I got home from my pro debut in Poland. Literally I'd like unpacked a bit, had my cheat meal, got into bed. And I was just like, something doesn't, I don't know. It didn't, it's not that it didn't feel right. Yeah. I was just like, I think my heart's in physique and it's more, the posing style you can be a lot more well a lot less sort of fluffy or twiddly or yeah it's it's a bit bit sort of sterner yeah um and I just sort of I remember thinking I kind of wish I was doing physique Mm. and anyway that that sort of faded um and I went and and did for the past and then again got back and I was like I don't think my heart i don't think i'm being true to myself yeah by sticking with figure um and i was sort of chatting it through with various people some were like oh no you should totally go for physique um some were like no no i i see what you're saying but i really i really think figure's your place yeah and then it was when i started it was the initial call i had with tom and um he was like right okay so i think we should take a year off and i was like yeah i think that's a really good idea i think I think I need
0: it. Yeah, I would, like we said earlier, like yeah. with hormones and things, like
1: and just competing just,
0: like every single I've, year. I've competed. It's not great for you.
1: No. So Tom was like, yeah, I think we should take a year off. And then he was like, and you know, where do you see yourself going with, with your bodybuilding? And I was like, well, you know, doing more pro shows. And then yeah. obviously chasing that O. Um, and he was like, so how do you feel, how would you feel about physique? And it was already in the back of my mind, about you know broaching it with him i just yeah. wasn't sure whether to broach it at that point and he beat me to it yeah um, which in a way kind of made me feel more self-assured that it was the step yeah. to take if somebody else has recognized that somebody else with the coaching experience and obviously yeah
0: and tom's a great coach as well
1: and and must have seen that potential yeah to suggest it because it's not like he doesn't coach figure he's got bigger women he's got bigger clients so it's not like he's like oh well I'm a physique coach because
0: you do see that with some coaches that they're like oh but you should do figure because all my girls do figure and they're like well I'm gonna do bikini like I've not got the muscle mass but I coach figure so you'll do figure yeah or push them to certain federations and things and if your heart's not in that federation or that style yeah as well like I was saying to you earlier like I like Fitex. I like NFM UK. I like PCA. Would I do purely or W um, BFF? No, because and I've got nothing against yeah. those federations, but that's just not me.
1: That's what I found with PCA, um, especially in the figure classes. You get quite a lot of overlap between dancing.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, women with a dancing background, and although you know the routine's not judged, it's still. A massive amount of showmanship, and you know that yeah. sort of thing.
0: Yeah,
1: and I, I'm not a dancer; I never have been a dancer. And I think that's the same with some of the PCA poses; they are a lot more rhythmical. Yeah. Whereas two rows, it's more kind of right, hit your pose, hit your yeah. pose, hit your pose. Even the eye—it's an eye walk; it's not a routine. Yeah. So again, it's it's more—I don't want to say it's more bodybuilder-esque. Yeah. But ultimately. The, the poses you're hitting in mm. the fact you don't have to routine it is and therefore pca has never really i've never fit so well with pca yeah. <laughs> sorry bert's now going for one of ruby's toys yeah if Go for your life hearing, dude. Like
0: a weird noise in the background it's just my dog
1: yeah like, it, it? In Ruby's with grandma yeah. <laughs> otherwise it would just be like <laughs> well oh, she'd God, be yeah, sat here it. she'd I'm be surprised
0: he's not to be fair i think it's just like <laughs> Do you know what I find weird though is with PCA and with tubos with bikini, I find it's almost the opposite. Mm. If I'm a PCA, and that's I don't really fit into PCA so much because I'm a like a bit softer.
1: Mm.
0: Um whereas PCA like the their bikini goes quite hard.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and their watching, poses but- are like almost like more, I don't know how to explain it, but like like you said, like more bodybuilding, whereas with tubos, it's a lot softer posing it's a lot more kind of hair flicky yeah. and sassy than it is with like pca it's strange which is strange that then in the figure it's like flipped completely
1: yeah i mean to be fair that could be my interpretation of it no
0: because that's how i was interpret yeah. it as well
1: i just i felt more comfortable on a two stage yeah than on a pca stage yeah um and i think success with um two bros kind of is evidence to that compared to PCA. yeah
0: and it's it's what you fit into nicely mm. i mean i've had girls that have competed with two bros that they just don't like the two bros posing because it's too girly for yeah. them and they're like it's mm, not really me but they don't really necessarily fit into figure because they just don't have the size yeah um or their body shape is very suited to bikini um and i'm like go do pca go do fit yeah. x you know, do something like that. Um, and that's what I think is really nice about having different federations as well. It's very much like you can find your place. Yeah. And there's girls that think like, oh, maybe I want to do something like purely w- uh, WBFF, but I just don't think that all of it is me. I'm like, mm-hmm. go to NFM UK, go to UKUP, do like the diva classes in there where it's a little bit more posy. You can add your own um, kind of... Um, personality to your posing but it's not you don't have to wear a ball gown yeah you know so it's it's it is and (laughs) I
1: think that would be the dream to fit into something like that at the moment I just keep getting stuck in all my clothes like here like I've got a number
0: actually for some that can do some alterations.
1: (laughs) I I, think a lot of my clothes are (laughs) past alteration. When
0: I done my friends wedding like everyone's obviously biased man's dresses get altered and she went to mine and Charlotte was like Yours costed so much money. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah, it's the struggle is real with with fitting my lats, and, <laughs> and things at the moment. It's just yeah, Mentally. Normal people clothes give me anxiety. <laughs> Definitely.
0: This is quite something that I did want to talk about quite a lot. Is actually, do you feel like added pressure as a pro stepping up a class than what you would as an amateur, just like jumping in and trying something?
1: Um. If you'd asked me that before my hormone issue I probably would have been like yeah but uh, now I'm just like nah. yeah. yeah I am I feel like it's getting my head around being more standoutish in society I think yeah actually that's what I feel every day is the walking around oh you look strong do you go to the gym just a little bit <laughs>
0: i've been once or twice this yeah
1: week. yeah sometimes I even have a protein shake <laughs> yeah yeah um and then when i start to diet down again um and i've got that increased muscle mass yeah and we, we're chasing those striations more and walking around town i just remember a specific part of prep where uh I, uh well a gentleman of no fixed abode, I would hazard a guess, started shouting at me in the streets. Uh, oh, I've got some muscle on you there, ain't ya? And I just—I was in the middle of middle of Exeter with Ruby, stopped dead where I was, turned round, and just screamed, oh God really loudly at him and everyone's looking at me it's like oh i've probably just drawn more attention to myself than some Maybe, yeah. angry muscular lady screaming at some poor book, some poor guy i don't know because
0: a- they do just shout random crap like they mm. shouted at me and bertie walking before yeah. Like you've got a real dog and i'm like yeah yes i wasn't taking a teddy bear for a walk no, actually no
1: no no he is, he is
0: he's real he's, <laughs> he's
1: real i can see him he's in my living yeah. room <laughs> <I'm causing laughs> destruction and chaos not as much as ruby's like that
0: but just like stepping on stages of a- because, um and for people that don't know, like when you win your pro card, you are a pro in whatever category. Like you yeah, just compete yeah, as a pro. Yeah. So you could jump on stage
1: well, next it was, um, week in
0: fucking bikini if you wanted to.
1: Yeah. You. I'm trying to think who. So Meg Sylvester. So she, yeah. if I'm if I'm correct, she won her pro card in bikini. Yeah. yeah and has then yeah. gone up to figure. Mm. Um, and then you've got Carly from Glutyware. Wear. She
0: yeah, Carly Thornton. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She obviously where she was a physique pro. And then did her wellness pro debut.
0: Yeah.
1: So that is that is quite a cool side of the pro league. Yeah. Because obviously you're chasing progression all the time, mm-hmm. and maybe sometimes that progression takes you out of the category yeah, that you absolutely. originally won your pro card with.
0: Um. No, I think it's cool, and I guess as well, it's it's they've got that trust in you that you're not just going to be like, well, I mean, I've been training for physique, but I might just jump into bikini this week. Like, yeah. They've got that trust in me that you know what you need to look like, you know the standards, you know how you should turn up looking like.
1: Although when they did so after I signed the contract for Budapest, uh, yeah, and they released the scorecards. Remember Bodybuilding UK like posted up the scorecards and he he put something like, um, because they put my name in for bikini. <laughs> <laughs> and Rob messaged me and he was like, you did write figure on your contract, didn't you? It's like, uh, yes, this is their <laughs> error, not mine. Yeah. Not, and, and they did sort it out, but it was just, it made me laugh that yeah. I had lots of people going in my inbox in uh, on Instagram, like, have you seen this? You're in bikini. Yeah.
0: Oh, right <laughs> what is he trying to post? Quick, <laughs> quick.
1: <laughs> Although um, there was, uh, I did try some bikini posing because um, Charlotte, that you had on your podcast,
0: yeah.
1: She was like, she hit a figure pose. So I was like, should I hit a bikini pose and see how we get off? <laughs> it was just back, just back.
0: <laughs> it's, it's getting fun, though, I think, like, to just play around. With yeah, it. yeah.
1: Like I said, definitely. I've played around
0: with a lot, like I've played around with figure poses, I've played around with, like, I keep getting Jimmy at work to teach me men's posing, and he keeps thinking I'm joking. I'm like, no, I actually want to learn it. Yeah. And
1: he's
0: like, what right, you, weirdo. My no, teach me. We,
1: we were doing a uh, front lat spread off the other day. <laughs> so, yeah, that was quite funny. Yeah, yeah, I think
0: it's just, and it teaches you more about how to move your body, I think.
1: Yeah, if, but it also, I think it helps you maybe find angles that you didn't realise were good or bad for you. Oh,
0: absolutely, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, it's definitely.
0: It's just good fun to play around, isn't it? <laughs> Is there anything that you do differently about your journey so far?
1: What would I do differently?
0: Yeah, well, if if there's anything you would do
1: differently. I think I would have, if I got to do it all again, I wouldn't have spent quite so long doing CrossFit and I would have found bodybuilding a lot younger. Yeah. Um, It's something I find really infuriating for me that, you know, I found bodybuilding when I was 32. Yeah.
0: that's. What, I know, Literally, I it was, I was just before like, my 35th masters birthday. And I've never stepped on stage. Yeah, They're like, I want to step on stage before I'm 40. And I'm like, okay, cool.
1: Yeah. I just, I, I do, I think I feel with bodybuilding, I found like my niche Yeah, and I just wish I'd found that earlier because yeah. everything about it has improved and enhanced my life.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So to have found that a lot longer ago, would have that would have been ideal. Yeah. Um, and I you know there is a kind of shelf life to to bodybuilding and I think if you're younger that shelf life is increased whereas absolutely yeah I've kind of I've given myself don't know why I've given myself 40 42 and that'll be 10 years (laughs) that'll be 10 years of bodybuilding and then I may consider unless of course I qualify for the O that year and then I'll keep going
0: (laughs) yeah I don't when we can like if you if you turn around to me like Molly um I'm quitting bodybuilding I'm like Money, you've got an Olympia qualification. I will not allow it. <laughs> no, get into the gym and get it that's to the pipe <laughs> That's
1: the pipe dream. Yeah.
0: Happen? What happened for you? Um. Cool. What would you say to someone? So I know this is something that you've, like, our family are very different.
1: Yeah. Like how we've had
0: things. So what would you say to someone who's facing that pressure from family members or friends who don't agree with their competing?
1: So, my friends will know my my mum loves it bits. She doesn't understand bodybuilding um she has used phrases such as I don't like women with muscles it's disgusting yeah I don't like bodybuilding I don't like it um I showed her a photo of me winning my crow card and she was like no I don't like it It doesn't look like you doesn't look like my daughter um she and this this could be the way I perceive it but it feels a lot like she would rather I did anything other than go to the gym. She thinks yeah. the gym is antisocial. She thinks that, you know, there's it's obsessive. Um, we've had to have a, a sort of more open, honest conversation. Mm. Um, she was worried about my health. Yeah. She saw me on prep and she was like, I'm really worried about you, you looked really gaunt. And that's a big thing that I struggle with is her worrying about me being ill mm. on prep. When you're in that prep brain mind, yeah, like I'll be lying there and it's like lying there at night, kind of thinking, "Am I ill?
0: Yeah, am I ill? Yeah,
1: is this has this gone beyond?" It's, it's and then actually. you then you come off prep and you eat and you're like, "Well, no, because that's only that's certainly yeah, for them exactly. It's not how I would if I carried on wanting to be that late. Yeah. then it'd be different. Um, I suppose it's." you have to stay true to yourself Mm -hmm. and do what makes you feel happy and like I said before it's I found my niche I found where I feel comfortable so it's reminding myself to be true to myself and not ignore the concerns but maybe just I mean I said to my mum I was like it is odd I appreciate that it is odd it looks strange I eat weird stuff yeah but it makes me happy and I am safe doing it yeah I I think it
0: is difficult so I my stepdad is a psychologist for children with anorexia Mm. um, and other eating disorders but mainly anorexia and actually like when you prep a lot of the sort of actions that we do when we prep like the obsessive amounts of cardio and you're obsessed that you have to do that amount of minutes on the stairmaster Um, You know, the food weighing out to the ground. Like, all of that is, it's obsessive behaviour over food and exercise, which effectively is the same as anorexia. Give or take a little bit.
1: There's that saying, isn't there? One person's obsession is another person's dedication. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I think... It's them seeing that, though. Because, like, for my stepdad, it was very difficult to begin with for him seeing me do all these things because, obviously, that triggers in his mind where this is what someone that's on my ward is like, you know? Um, and it's reassuring him that yeah okay I am doing a lot of cardio at the moment and I am still training in the gym and I am weighing out my food but I'm okay.
1: I think it's as well the more shows you do and the more they see you then on the other side of it. Yeah. Like literally, I saw my mum one week and she said, Going, but your face is so gaunt.
0: Yeah.
1: Two weeks later, I see my mum. She's like, Why is your face so puffy? <laughs> it's, like, mum, it's not puffy. I'm just fat. <laughs> yeah. I've gained eight kilograms in two weeks. That's on my face. Yeah. <laughs> All of the eight kilograms. <laughs> and, and I haven't actually had that conversation with her and I need to, where I'm like, Do you remember that time when you were really worried about my face yeah. being gaunt? And then two weeks later, you told me that I looked puffy. Yeah. That's that's why you know not to worry because and if you carry on some of those obsessive and it is difficult to kind of shake off prep
0: yeah after a prep. and i know it's something that some people really really struggle with yeah but i mean like my stepdad the first time i prepped he was he was very worried and and i get it because it's coming from a place of love it's not a nasty thing but this time when i prepped he was okay yeah Like i know he was still a little bit kind of Worried, but he was okay about it, and he wasn't like, "Are you okay, Molly? Are you okay, Molly?" It was like, "Okay." And then you'll you'll go back to you know eating normal. And although like I think it's really difficult because I say this, and then people that bodybuild it's like, "Well, you're not eating normal because you're still eating like, a lot of protein, and you're still eating things that a lot of people don't necessarily eat." Like, "Yeah, okay." But in their eyes, I'm eating normal, so yeah. I just go, "Yeah, yeah, I'm eating normal." Because then to them, they go, "Oh, that's okay." Then.
1: Yeah, but it's like. I don't know. For me, eating a massive pizza with a shit ton of cheese on it. Yeah. That's not normal. Like eating a whole pizza, that's not normal. For me, that's not normal. Sinking a bottle of wine to yourself of an evening, that's not normal for me. So I think it's very easy for normal people, modern bodybuilders, to have this perception that what we do is abnormal. Yeah. But they don't seem to realise that what they do is abnormal to me. Like, I don't even, I wouldn't even choose, unless I was with somebody, we're going for a cheat meal. Yeah. Oh, I really fancy pizza. I wouldn't choose pizza because I don't like how it makes my body feel. No,
0: and afterwards. that's, you know, and that's up to you. And that's how you choose to live your life. And I've often said this to people that, like, people can sit there and go, like, I don't think it's right what you do doing. it's unhealthy that you go on stage and blah, 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 and bodybuilding's unhealthy and people take steroids. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. But you go out every weekend and shove a shit ton of coke up your nose. Yeah. And that, no one blinks at.
1: Well, this is something that...
0: And I find that mad.
1: Going back to my hormones, this is something that, as a healthcare professional, I really struggle with. Yeah. I've gone in to see the doctor, and the doctor's fixated on my muscle mass. Yeah. And there is this constant, constant question, you know, are you using anabolics? Are you using this? Are you using that? Yeah. Kind of, irrespective of that, what if I answer yes? Yeah. Are you then going to deny me a blood test? Yeah. And there is that fear from I think male bodybuilders more so. Yeah. That fear of the denial of medical treatment if there is the admittance to using performance enhancers. Yeah. But you know on the flip side of that we are constantly treating type two diabetics, people with chronic obstructive pulmonary yeah. disease, people with ischemic heart disease from bad diet, yeah. alcoholics. They will all get non-judgmental treatment yeah but as a bodybuilder and, and this is the lads i chat to
0: on a saturday night is your ambulance called out to go deal with someone that has drunk too much or taken too much of some fancy powder pills?
1: May it's a massive reason why i don't drink yeah is because the amount of people alcoholics and your binge weekend binge drinkers. Yeah. and it's just like oh good they're being sick but then
0: that's seen as normal again
1: yeah that's absolutely fine and um the amount of guys I've had in the gym come up to me and ask me about things like, oh, do you do bloodletting? Like, no. Go and give blood. Oh no, they won't let me give blood anymore because they know I take steroids or I'm really worried that X, Y, and Z side effects is happening. Have you got any advice? It's like, well, no, because that's not my area of expertise. You need to go to your GP. I can't go to my GP. Even things like, I was chatting to one of the lads that I train with at the gym. And um, he was saying that the judgmental looks at the needle exchange from the staff. Yeah. Where they're quite happy to exchange needles for a heroin addict. Yeah. Because a heroin addict is a fully functioning member of society, yeah. paying tax, you know, contributing. But yeah, my mate who has a job, goes to work, gets paid, pays his taxes, is getting a kind of sideways glance because he's going in and getting needles for his sterile use
0: it's absolutely ridiculous
1: it's i just it it makes me ashamed to be a healthcare professional that my peers my friends are getting judged and treated by this yeah and
0: it needs to change definitely i I think in the last few years and you've got fantastic services like the blood lab now yes but um
1: bodybuilding isn't cheap no and like i live i live here on my own in my flat. My own. i i yeah i have some debt left over from when i lived in london yeah. But I'm not flash. No. And I can't necessarily afford the 140 quid to get a full blood check with money checks. Yeah. So your other option is trying to get it out of your GP.
0: Yeah. Which isn't gonna happen.
1: Well it did because I, I knew what to say. <laughs> 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 yeah. But it is it it's not easy. No. Um and then I've I've had this debate with one of my non-bodybuilding friends where it's like Well, is it right that a bodybuilder should have these checks for free? Yeah, when other avenues of healthcare aren't free. It is. But when you drank
0: too much on the weekend and you've got too pissed, and an ambulance comes out to see you for free, and you get a free hospital bed overnight. Yeah. Is that you know that that to me is is the same thing in a way. It's either way. It's it's using drugs and.
1: But it's socially
0: acceptable. Yeah. It's it's. You know, when people are in hospital with steroid problems and with ketamine problems, at the same time, it's a misuse of drugs. Yeah. But if you go in with that, it's fine.
1: Well, another one of my friends messaged me and he was like, you know, I think I've got an infection in my jab site. Yeah. I was like, have you been to see a doctor? No, I'm really, really worried about going to see my doctor because I don't think that'll help me. Just to have that in your head.
0: It's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Um and it is something that needs to change somehow. But yeah, going back to the original question, which is about we've got off a massive tangent yeah. about like
1: <laughs> there's question. There's
0: us. <laughs> um, how your family are and how you've kind of dealt with that. Because I know girls that they prep and they don't one of my friends she preps and she doesn't even like she lives her mum, so her mum has to know, but her dad, she doesn't even tell them that she's on prep. And I'm yeah. like, how do you hide She's like, I just wear really baggy clothes. I
1: mean, that's kind of what I do with my mum as well. Yeah. Like it was before my pro show, my pro card win. I'd gone, it was when we were allowed to go and stay at a family member's house yeah. again. And obviously mum hadn't really seen me and it was quite a hot summer's day. So mm. I think I had a, a vest top on or something. And it's the first time she'd seen my shoulders for months and months and months. since. I moved out basically. Yeah, the first time she saw me. And I just remember she just kept looking. She didn't say anything. Yeah. She pulled her face when I took my jumper off. And then she just kept looking at my yeah. shoulders. So you do, you do, and I hide through baggy jumpers, baggy trousers, whether I'm bulking or or prepping, because yeah. she just doesn't until until she needs something heavy moved. And then it's like <laughs> Can you can you just move that plant that? That stone palm pot from A yeah. to B for me, please, because it's too heavy. All right, yeah. All right, mum. Yeah. You know, that's that's fine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it is difficult. And I think for me, like, my dad has never been to the gym in his life. Like, at all. He does not understand diet. He thinks losing weight, right? And he's actually done this. So when I stayed at lockdown, he was like, um, one of his friends actually died of a heart attack, and I think it was a bit of a wake-up call to him, like, yeah. I need to lose weight, because he's, he's a beast. Um so I was like, you need to start eating healthier. So he had the same food he always has, but he added veg on the side and was like, healthy. I mean, healthy, there's vegetables on my plate. And I was like, mm-hmm. there's also like sausages, pork, bacon, like Jeez. everything that you fried. Yeah, like yeah. literally like a whole block of Stilton on your plate dad, but I mean. There's also a stick of broccoli, so I mean, well
1: done, well, baby steps. Yeah,
0: but yeah, little steps, baby little steps. steps. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's got no idea, and for me, it was explaining it to him that I know he is never, ever, ever going to fully understand what I do. Yeah. Because he's just, it's just not him, and that's okay. But it's just explaining to him that it makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm doing. And you don't have to fully understand, but I just need you to support me. Yeah. And he does bless him. He does try his best now. He did go to my show in 2019 and we were both at. He didn't really like it though, because he was like, boy, there was a lot of girls and they were all in bikinis. And I just, I found myself a bit uncomfortable. I can
1: can see how that would be. Yeah. Like, I don't know how, I've sort of said to my dad, would he come to a show? I mean, it's it's so much more difficult now on the pro scene because it's all abroad. Yeah. And obviously we've had so many travel restrictions. I mean, my dad, he doesn't understand it yeah. as such, but he was the one that first took me to the gym. Uh, <laughs> that that's Bert getting on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, He was the one that took me to the gym when I was 14. Oh, wow, he always yeah. used to take me swimming, that sort of thing. It was great moving back to Dorset because yeah. he was going to the same gym as me. I mean, he's got Parkinson's so he'd get on the treadmill, and it would literally. Yeah, so he's he's very supportive, although he doesn't understand it.
0: Yeah, and like to be fair, my my dad is now, and like I remember when I was at Tubers, that was my first show of the year, and I knew I'd got three top three, and I texted him, I was like, dad, I think I've got top and He was like, "Oh, it's amazing to me." He's like, "Go, go back on and win it," and I was like. I don't know if I will, but thanks dad. Like, you know, yeah. and, and like, he was so, and he was like, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you, like what you've done. And yeah, he doesn't understand it. Like four weeks out, it was my birthday. And he was like, we're going to Chinese on Sunday. And I was like, uh, no. And he was mm. like, oh, why? And I was like, dad, I'm on prep, aren't I? So I'm dieting, so I'm not going to be yeah. Chinese. And he went, "All right, Should we get an Indian then? <laughs> and I'm like, "Doubt it. Uh no, we won't be doing that one either. We'll just go for a nice walk and he was like, Oh, that's a bit fucking boring.
1: Yeah. yeah. My dad normally says, Are we eating or are we dieting? Yeah. But so at least he sort of he understands. There's been times where I've
0: Yeah, it's just kind of like trying to get them to understand enough. Yeah. You know, I've got friends that don't compete at all and like again on my birthday. They know I wasn't drinking, so they got me a crate of Diet Fanta and a chicken breast with a candle in. It was very inventive. And I said to them, like, you guys eat pizza. You guys do, Yeah. you want to get pissed? Cool, get pissed. Um, cool, so we've got some quick Instagram questions. So how would you train that's different to how a male bodybuilder would train?
1: Um, To be honest, I tend to train a lot with guys. And yeah. um, we train pretty much the same. Um. Up until I started doing yoga more recently,
0: yeah,
1: um, which is in the evenings. But up until then, I was trying to train as much as I could with to the lads from the gym, Nat yeah. and Ed, um, because of how we train quite similarly yeah. in our approach and our focus to it. But, yeah, it's really good to have those people to spot you. And I think that's the thing I miss out most with my training is I train with my shifts. I train predominantly yeah. alone. I mean,
0: and I do as well, yeah. Not
1: having that spotter does make it a little bit more tricky but I think ultimately until the switch to physique the biggest difference would be not training chest and arms as a figure athlete yeah but, I mean
0: that's the same with me yeah but like if I want to train with a friend that's a guy and they're like oh I'm doing chest I'm like I will not be joining you no
1: <laughs> I mean before I might do just because it's nice to do different things occasionally yeah. but yeah ultimately it was it was a case of I wouldn't train those body parts yeah. so that would be the biggest So, did you difference. not train
0: them at all for figure no right. Oh, well, so, so rob was
1: always like when you train push you're training your triceps when you're training back you're training your biceps you yeah and need, that's kind
0: of how I, you don't I, mean, need, I have a little bit of tricep work in mind but
1: no don't need to, really. to train those muscles and, and chest wasn't something that was needed in figure. No. um so yeah that's that's quite interesting introducing that into my training cycle and going full retard <laughs> 10 days after coming off competition prep, I trained with my friend Jack. I put body world and yeah. um, body world Thompson. And we were literally in bits for like a week afterwards. Yeah. Like trying to put my seatbelt on, like. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's I keep getting really tight across my chest because yeah. it's just I'm training it like I've trained every other body part, and it's yeah. like it's actually a really under-trained body part.
0: Yeah, and I've been there sat in places where I get dones more than anywhere else. Like my hamstrings are really bad, and my chest was really bad. I used to train chest It's not even dogs,
1: it's just tightness. My shoulders are oh, sort of doing yeah, this, yeah. and yeah, just discomfort, um, pins and needles, that sort of thing, which I'm attributing to, to training chest. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's it's quite a difficult one to to find a balance for me yeah because i just want to hit it hard yeah and i think i need to realize that actually i need to build that up build up the intensity more so yeah
0: definitely okay how do you deal with training that much and working nights so any advice for shift workers on prep
1: right so the way i think you you have to find what works best for you and there might Mm. be a bit of trial and error i have only ever done shift work yeah so that that helps um I can function to a point after a night shift yeah. and train. Some people might not be able to do that. Some people, for me, if I'm doing a day shift, which is a 7 a.m. to a 7 p.m., mm-hmm. that's a rest day for me.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I cannot train productively. No. I, I would, I need my sleep more, especially and now I'm getting, tiring.
0: Old. Like, especially I now I'm getting older. Especially
1: now I'm getting older. I need to be in bed by nine, half yeah. nine. So, Day shifts are a rest day. Night shifts, I find a lot easier to have less sleep. Mm. So I will I will sleep as long as possible before my first night So I'll sleep until midday-ish. Mm-hmm. Get up. Quite often, I won't have breakfast. I'll train as, as soon as I can to waking up. Yeah. Normally, I leave at about two hours. Hit the gym two hours post waking up. And that's when I'll have my first meal will be my pre-workout. Yeah. Then I'll come home, have a shower, maybe sit down, have my post-workout before I go to work, or I'll wait and have my post-workout as my first meal at work. And then I'll normally keep eating my meals as normal through the night. Maybe stop eating at about two, three o'clock. Yeah. Prep, I normally stop eating at about midnight. Mm. I find nights easier on prep because you're eating window... your body doesn't necessarily want to eat after midnight anyway hunger doesn't tend to be as bad after midnight so i find that's That's a lot you just
0: know because i know obviously a sunlight is a massive thing with how our body clock runs and i guess if you're not seeing the sunlight then your body doesn't know so much
1: i literally flip my eating on its head yeah and i will not i'll I'll finish yeah finish eating like I would before i go to bed on the night shift yeah so i'll just i'll just flip it on my head on its head and um try and reduce my eating window by little tricks like not eating past two three o'clock in the morning on on bulking phase and not eating past midnight on the diet phase
0: probably
1: yeah yeah basically it's not easy it's not you as
0: i say trial
1: and error if if you need more sleep between nights use them as your rest days yeah you need less sleep on the earlys Train after shift. Yeah. Um. I can sometimes do it if I because i'm my pattern I'm quite lucky. It's two early. To two nights. Mm. I can sometimes train after the second early because I've not got to worry about being in bed quite mm. so early that time. Yeah. yeah. It's uh. I, I remember big shouted out, Five but, maybe.
0: So <laughs> stick to nine till five maybe.
1: But I think I probably find that completely knackering now because I've never done really it.
0: Do
1: it. I remember um when Brittany was coaching me and I was filling in my check in. It's like any have you eaten anything off plan. Week, I was like, might have had some pineapple. I was on prep, she was like, No pineapple on prep. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 4 a.m., and I was like, I need something to wake me up.
0: <laughs> I didn't
1: drink coffee then, so now at least now I drink coffee. <laughs> yeah, with well, the
0: dogs currently drinking energy, which I'm a little bit concerned about a spinal drinking energy drink, but he's not on the floor. But
1: Ruby's had pre workout before it'd be fine.
0: Any tricks to make the classic chicken and broccoli and rice more interesting?
1: Um, I use um maggie's so juicy. Yeah. Either the the bits of paper that you fold them in, or the bags.
0: Oh yes, yeah, so it's a bit less because it gets a bit dry. Yeah, they times. keep
1: it quite nice and moist. Yeah. Although I did hear somebody girl I work with has just uh, started being coached by Brittany actually, mm. and she was saying she puts a little bit of water in when she cooks her chicken, mm-hmm. and it keeps it a little bit moist. So that might be. It. I've not tried it yet, but that might be a good.
0: catch an air fryer.
1: Your yes. Air fryer. Yeah, it's down here. Uh, Really, utilise still in its packaging.
0: You need to sort that out. Yeah, why?
1: I do. I do. You really do. Yeah,
0: I feel that changed my life.
1: Yeah, maybe that would be a job for after we finish this. Set yeah. set up the uh, so air
0: fryer. Cool. How do you get into pro bodybuilding?
1: Work really shit. fucking hard <laughs> win you your pro card Um, I. Uh, yeah, generally it's it's by winning your professional status in whatever federation yeah. that you want to, to pursue.
0: Some are not taking anything off these federations. Some are obviously a lot easier to win mm. than others. Um obviously your RFP pro card, which you've got is the hardest one, I would say, to earn.
1: Yeah, um, I suppose it's it's what's important to you. Mm. For me, getting to the Olympia was is is the goal, not yeah. was, is the goal um which you can only do through an IFBB pro card um some other pro cards offer fantastic opportunities to compete abroad yeah maybe that's your jam yeah but it's also again it goes back to what your body and preference what your body type suits and what your preference is Mm. proposing so if you're if you're not fussed about the Olympia yeah and you like the and then more all people
0: are no and
1: you like maybe the more I don't want to use the word pageanty because I don't feel I think that does like purely to disservice but yeah in my head like this model yeah there we go yeah, that's a, that's a, yeah yeah some of them are more like that yeah and if that's what you want then own it and go for it yeah for me I'm not I'm not a modelly type person yeah. Evidence.
0: i think the main thing <laughs> i think the main thing is that you're having fun like whatever exactly. you're doing have exactly. fun. and also once you've got your ifpv pro card you can't compete in other federations so and i'm sure there's other federations out there that you see that you think like if well, you didn't have your pro card you'd probably be like i'm gonna jump in that
1: well the prime example was so i entered <laughs> the, i entered the the two the, the two rose british finals but i also had i was jumping in pca yeah a month after that and FitX like two weeks after that. Yeah. So I was going to do PCA with my mate Will because he hadn't competed for years. Yeah. And um, he'd competed with me. He'd come with me for the PCA British finals. And I was like, it was in Hull again. And I was just like, right, stop it. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to yeah. do it with you. It'd be awesome to do it with you. And then yeah. go for a big blowout cheat afterwards. And then, yeah, I want my pro card and I literally had to message them. And I, I remember I was sat in the car after winning my pro card. And for some reason, like one of the first things I did was message Darren from FitX and I was like, really sorry, I can't do do the show. (laughs) And I was like a FitX ambassador as well. And I was like, can't really do anything with this now. I don't know, not that I think the IFBB is is eyes on me, like here in Exeter (laughs) working for the NHS, but it was just like, I, I didn't want to, you know, it was such an achievement for me. Yeah, and it was. I didn't think it would happen then. Yeah, I genuinely, and, and that was evidenced by the fact I I coughed. I paid up for PCA and yeah. I paid up for Fitex, and I was like, oh.
0: I'm sure Diane was very understanding. Yes. Right? Yeah,
1: and then especially when you look at some of the prizes that Fitex was giving away, like the supplement needs sponsorship. Yeah, well, I won sponsor- my sponsorship.
0: With compact yeah, with compact
1: it. sponsorship. You know, I might have won the pro card, but I've I've got my wonderful bikini sponsor, Miss Bikini Fitness. Yeah. but. Other than that, anyone out there? Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't
0: want to sponsor.
1: Yeah. <laughs> lots of lots of cream of rice, please. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it it was like kind of oh, and it, it was more yeah. not being able to to do the show with Will that I was really disappointed. Yeah, about.
0: and that's actually what makes it. And like for me, that's what's made it is the people, especially this year that I got to meet and compete with. Like me mm. and Rebecca spoke. I think it was from like January. Until I want to say June, we stepped on stage together.
1: So that's something about the sport that really shocked me. Yeah. So coming from a CrossFit background, which is all about community, you turn up at a CrossFit competition. Mm. And actually people I don't want to use the word bitchy, but people are really standoffish. Yeah. Really like, and you're sort of gauging each other, she can be bigger than me, she can be better than me, that sort of thing. But there's women that I still speak to from my first ever show. Yeah. Like, we still I'm chat. exactly right?
0: the same, yeah.
1: And then I've met so many wicked people in this sport. And, in fact, um, there's a woman I know called Kelly, mm-hmm. who she works for Welsh Ambulance Service Control. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And um, she's coached by Babs Kiss. Who's oh, yeah. Rob's figure pro. And um, she was originally coaching under the Team LRF banner, and she's yeah. now gone off to her own fitness thing. But through that... Kelly and I started chatting on Instagram. Yeah, and um, we've been chatting. We've chatted for months and months and months. And um, the other weekend, we actually met for the first time.
0: It's mad. Isn't yeah, it?
1: we spent six hours in a car together after never meeting. Went and trained at Rip Basildon, came back, and it was just like, just that kind of thing from this sport. Yeah, it's just friggin'... Well, we wouldn't
0: know each other. We?
1: No, no. But well, we I suppose we train at the same gym, so yeah, that's slightly different. yeah. We didn't we didn't start chatting from Instagram. Um, and there's there's lots of people like that that I chat yeah, to. Um, yeah, definitely.
0: Another one of
1: um, Tom's client, Shelly. Um, like she was sort of coached under Team LRF as well. Um, she's now with, with Tom. And we would back and forth yeah. on Instagram, met at a show, still chat, that sort of thing. It's, um, it, it's
0: It is really nice. And I think like, I mean, there is always gonna be people that are gonna be a little bit bitchier, a little bit, I think they're better than everyone else. but and I always, always say this: those people do not last in the sport. Mm-hmm. I remember my first show; there was a girl, and I mean, she did very well. She okay. won the first time a show, and she did, she did very well on another show. Um, and I remember so, that I got a load of cream eggs because it was around Easter time. And I was like, "Do you want a cream egg?" And she looked at me like i would literally offered her one of thirty ships, and was like, <laughs> "I've got a photo shoot tomorrow," and I was like, "Okay." Cream
1: eggs not going to kill you. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, she, and then and then literally just turned her face away from me, and Karen talked about and I was like, "That's so rude." She didn't compete anymore. Mm-hmm. She didn't even trains anymore. And I think by you being rude, I was like, "Yeah, God, I'm not going to talk to you."
1: You probably she probably. I mean, this is obviously not knowing the person. Yeah, maybe the fact that she felt quite isolated in the sport might have been yeah a contributing factor to her no longer doing it. Yeah, you don't know.
0: You, you know, you don't know. But I feel like the people that I've met is what keeps me in this sport.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, my pro show, my first pro show in Poland. By the nature of it being in Poland, yeah, I don't speak po- despite my granddad being Polish. Yeah. I don't speak Polish at all, and um all the inter- athletes were European internationals, yeah. apart from one other woman who was from South Africa, and um, I was in the changing room straightening my hair. She's come in with her sister, yeah, chatting away in English. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God, oh my God, somebody <laughs> else is English. <laughs> English and literally bless them. Like, because I, I was hello there. I've I've gone to more or less all my shows yeah. on my own, especially the the pro shows. I had to go on my own because yeah. it was so difficult for people to travel. yeah And um to have that somebody to speak to and even like share our experiences with. And she's um She's in some of my Instagram photos because we were next to each other in the second call oh, out, that's nice. so she was ninth, I was 10th. Um, so yeah, it's it's and we we still chat, but in fact, I commented on one of her photos, she was like, Morning, everyone, Cape Town's gonna to be a scorcher today, and I was like, Yeah, I've woken up to minus three here in the UK.
0: Yeah, I, I was like, literally scraping was <laughs>
1: the inside of my <laughs> yeah. I was like,
0: Thanks Alex
1: Sparks <laughs> from the gym, like, put up on his story, What's worse than frost on the outside of your bad? frost on the inside <laughs> it was like proper droplets I know. Yeah, i was like, like
0: yeah Mara, i'm running late because uh the button is frosted. yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> i can't see so, so the difference is with posing and this is the last oh actually second to last question and we'll we'll announce our little announcement as well
1: should we do the the last question and then the second to the last question to do what's yeah. the one after the patient? So the last
0: question is actually the question that I ask everyone. Right. Uh, which is what is the one thing you would like anyone listening to take away from today's
1: podcast? I think as a female, having an insight into what your hormones are doing. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I mean, I'm 36, I'm single, the prospects of children I'm not that fussed about anyway. Yeah. But if, if that's something that's important to you, really have a handle on your hormones yeah. and what your hormones are doing and acknowledge the fact that this sport may well be detrimental to that. Yeah. And if you're happy with that, then crack on. Yeah. If you're not happy with that, then perhaps this isn't for you because yeah. you, as a female on prep, you will lose your cycle by the nature yeah. of the low low yeah. body fat. That might be for a month or two. For me, it's been irregular more or less for 18, 18 months, two years.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, that's the reality. Yeah, I think i
0: got seven months I lost yeah. it for, which is a long time. Um, but yeah, it's it's knowing that kind of fact. and And I think a lot of it is also that there is going to be a point where you're not a bodybuilder anymore. Yeah. And are you okay with the choices that you're making now that when that point comes, are you going to be okay? Are you going to be healthy? Are you going to be able to have children that don't have four legs? Yeah, don't need you to throw a ball every five minutes.
1: <laughs> I'm very happy with my fur baby, <laughs> yeah. and having a fleet of fur babies. Um, okay, I mean,
0: you're going to get a second fur baby. I
1: I really want a second fur baby.
0: I want a second fur baby. Is it
1: is it acceptable to to crowd for a Frenchie? Asking for a friend. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can
0: you have a baby shower? Yeah. I'd like a second fur baby, but he would not like a brother or sister, so...
1: Ruby wouldn't to start off with until she's left alone for 12 hours while I go to, I don't leave her alone for 12 hours for the record.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, i come back and let her out, but I think with yeah, somebody, my, it would make a big difference to he her just, being on her own.
0: He's all right for a bit, but he wouldn't. He doesn't like living with other dogs. Because I really wanted a black cocker Spaniel called yeah. Kevin, and I thought that would be amazing. Bert and Kev.
1: Bert and Kev well
0: but he said no
1: i think it's gonna to have to be ruby and murray
0: mm. ruby
1: murray curry i like that yeah i like that a lot. potentially so our
0: last question that isn't actually meant to be our last question but now is our last question yeah is the differences we're posing from figure to physique
1: so figure the big difference is high heels to start off with
0: yeah
1: um and the the figure poses there's none of the. This is. I'm talking IFBB. Yeah, yeah. So there's none of the double biceps. There's no hands above your head. It's all, yeah. Your arms are lower. Yeah. So you've got your lat spread. You might have hands on your hips. There's none. Generally none no. Above head, yeah. No above. Your your feet are together. You might do an X frame with your feet apart. Yeah. Um, but with physique, you have the double biceps. You have the front relaxed as part. Yeah. You have a side tricep, abs, and thighs. You have that sort of splayed stance with one foot behind the other yeah. for your rear shots and your front shots. There's more, I suppose, there's more poses. Yeah. There's your quarter turns still are the same as figure, but yeah. in flats. And then your mandatories of your, your double biceps um, and your front relaxed, your back yeah. rear relaxed. Um, Is there a routine in... Yes.
0: IFBB, yeah. yeah,
1: so there there is a routine. I'm not sure how that works on the pro stages yet. Because obviously as you start climbing higher yeah. within the shows, like for the Olympia, it's only what your first call out they get to you, Yeah. But I, I'm not sure if that works the same for women's physique as you're going through the pro stages, uh, the pro shows. Um,
0: yeah.
1: I'm not I'm not sure yet. Um but yeah, a routine is something I'm going to have to work on. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> so on that note yeah we have an exclusive yes i as people might know i'm a posing coach and i coach bikini wellness and athletic bikini but i don't coach figure and i want to branch out my business make it bigger and i want other coaches to join me on my team that coach other categories such as figure so what better place would it be than to invite mana to be a coach on my team to be my figure coach on the team to coach my figure girls
1: and yeah i've all, it's something i've really wanted to do hi Bert, something i've really wanted to do but anyone that knows me knows i have very little time for self-promotion yeah. <laughs> i barely have time to go to the loo most of the time yeah and um, my schedule so kind of it's all right if i've got I know something yeah. to, to factor it in but yeah to to jump on with somebody that already has an established business yeah. can help with that kind of promotion and, and who is
0: great on Canva yes just like to put that one in yeah. there <laughs> <laughs> so Marna's going to join me as we're going to start off as like a trainee figure yeah um posing coach um and then kind of work way up get more sort of established in it and more clients and things
1: and as I become more comfortable with physique posing then that's something I'm. I'm still learning those poses myself. Yeah, so and you not... want to be
0: comfortable in those poses yeah. to teach. Um, and kind of the reason I wanted to explain to people why I've brought Mana on is because what I've noticed as a posing coach is that I want people on my team that I'm working with to be as passionate about posing as I am. And not only that, but to be passionate about helping other people. Because, I mean, you, your girls come on, and a lot of the time they've got male coaches. And I, myself, have a male coach. And I've, you know... Likewise. Yeah there's nothing wrong with that but sometimes you just need a girly chat and you just need a woman to talk to and be like with bikinis if I talk to my coach about bikinis and he won't mind me saying this he's like I don't know
1: That's (laughs) yeah to be fair I've not had the conversation about bikinis with Tom I imagine there may be a certain amount of uh playing along to be interested before he's like to be honest, yeah, as long as it's a two piece that crosses at the yeah. back, I don't
0: care. I like, Go talk to one of the big, you know, yeah, you know, um, man from Black Eyes or George from Georgia Rose or you know, someone like that. He, um, but I think it's really nice and really helpful for the girls to have someone that's experienced that they can go, Should I wear red because everyone's wearing red?
1: Yeah,
0: you know, it's yeah. just little questions like that that they've got someone to talk even, to and a bigger support network,
1: even those, the, the little things like like I mentioned before when I first started I didn't realize that figure had a crisscross at the back as opposed to a tie at the back so that was my first bikini Mm -hmm. and nobody told me that it had to be crisscross um I think that was a bit of Brittany presuming that I'd know yeah and me not realizing naivety um but then it's things like with figure you can be a bit more playful with your with your suit you can have a pattern on it you can have it on I mean you can have ombre for bikini as well but it's, you know,
0: a lot of the time it's not though and no. that's what I do love about Figure your suit and I've told you this about 5 million times <laughs> is the best suit I have ever seen in my whole life and I loved it and you showed it to me to me, you and you like what do you think about this because you've got pearls on it if anyone's yeah. not seen it you need to go and look at Mana's suit because it's, 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 it's now, now for the
1: record outfit. it's now for sale on Miss Bikini no you fitness. can't sell it <laughs> no it's already she's already got it it's, yeah. you can't sell I don't, it I don't have it anymore I
0: will do Figure to wear that suit
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can purchase that suit <laughs> from Miss Bikini Fitness she's on my Instagram
0: it was just yeah. and you were like it's got pearls on should I have pearls and I was like yes well this, this is was a conversation me it. and
1: Suze had where I was like she was like do you want pearls or do you want bigger demontes and I was like well to be honest what I've got in my head has, yeah. has pearls on it and she was like oh I've never used pearls before and then afterwards she was like I love it I yeah. absolutely love it and
0: what I loved about it it was something like a little bit different yeah. and that's what I if you look at the bikinis i've worn and it, with bikini you can't like go too mad with it
1: no but yeah so you can experiment all with yeah
0: so and i've i've kind of like my suit uh last year was like an ombre one the year before I had silver and blue and it's something that i love because that's me i'm very creative i'm very you know yeah a bit mad with things um that i've never been able to do and like when you ask me i like yeah do it do it do it because it was something that little bit different like all you know figure suits have all got patterns and stuff on but that was just something that little bit different yeah that stood out a little bit more and like I and I said to you like with your like red hair and this suit like it's so mermaid it, it was, was very mermaid-y. and I
1: just loved it so <laughs> I did much it. I did love it have to see what creation we can come up with for yeah. my uh, physique physique debut yeah it's like it's exciting i get to do it a is. debut all over again No, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> so picking a bikini anyways it's like it is it is i'm like i'm getting two this year i've decided
1: <laughs> i'm just gonna be like so Suze, i can't i'm not gonna be on stage this year so how many different posing suits can i get can i
0: yeah, can posing I... Suit. I need to get one ah. but i'm just sparkles at the moment i'm like oh what color
1: yeah it's to be little
0: green <laughs> <laughs> it's all over yeah. um but yeah, so you're gonna come on board. You're gonna yes. be a figure coach with me and we're gonna get any of you ladies that are doing figure, come and talk to us and we've got a coach now, so. Yeah.
1: Bear with me, yeah. still learning. It's
0: fine, she's gonna start off on a, like a reduced rate um, and then it, like the same as I did. And then um, once you're established, you're comfortable and you've got girls doing well, which I'm sure they w- will, Um, yeah.
1: I think um for me also, the, the sort of first few clients, that I have it's it's going to be very much a two-way experience yeah. I want that feedback on how I can
0: of course coach yeah.
1: better as well yeah. so it's yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it it's exciting yeah. um I've got my first zoom client lined up for a week tomorrow um but it'd be really good to get some in face in person in 3d yeah. clients so yeah. anyone local to Exeter, Plymouth or Taunton or even I'll even go as far as Yeovil and Bournemouth as well. To be fair, yeah, um, that way quite so, a lot. Yeah, well, I travel I, around yeah,
0: a lot. Yeah, I do. And like, actually, what's quite good when you do travel is I just whack up on my Instagram. Like, I'm going to be in Birmingham yeah. this weekend. If you want posing, give me a shout. Yeah. And actually, like, you can find gyms to coach out pretty easily. Yeah. And I go to um, Bristol a
1: lot for work as well, yeah. so that's another area.
0: Yeah. So like, we've like cover cover the Southwest as yeah. a team and yeah. around when we're at various shows and things. And I'm looking at my calendar right now, and I've told work I'm like. I don't do weekends anymore
1: because Molly's I wish, way too much. I wish I could tell why I <laughs> don't do weekends anymore.
0: I've told them it's that or I leave and go work at Starbucks because their tea is the best.
1: <laughs> I, yeah. Just, mm, I suppose Starbucks still wear green so that would work.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm used to wearing green. But yeah.
0: You're
1: alright.
0: Yeah. Right, I think we'll leave this podcast because so well, it's like we the longest just, podcast We
1: could just ever. wrap it up forever.
0: Um, but yeah, if you want a second podcast with Marna to cover all the things that we didn't talk about today which I don't know if there was anything we didn't cover?
1: There were some other questions that were just yeah ridiculous. Yeah, yeah.
0: I feel like sheepish questions.
1: Like, how much trend is too much trend? Where well, if you're a female and using trend, there's probably something gone very wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: A- any trend. Any trend. Trend. Too much trend. any trend.
1: <laughs> any trend is too much trend if you have a big canoe. <laughs>
0: what okay on that note it's definitely (laughs) time to end so thank you very much to anyone that's listening
1: (laughs) how to completely blind
0: (laughs) (laughs) if you want to find mine on instagram you are
1: blue lights and barbells IFBB pro um
0: and i will see you all on the next one bye